You're listening to the E-Commerce Excellence Podcast with Joris Brion. Hey, this is Joris of the E-Commerce Excellence Podcast. And today I'm really excited to talk to Dennis Moons. Um, Dennis is the owner of uh, Store Growers and he has been working with more than, uh, yeah, I think over 60 e-commerce companies in the last eight years. And together with them, um, he spent like millions on advertising. Um, he's, a, he's a real Google Ads ninja, and he also runs a Google Shopping training. Uh, so I'm sure we're going to pick up um, very useful insights about Google Ads, about PPC, and uh, e-commerce in general. Dennis, welcome to the podcast. Uh, really happy to have you here. Yeah, Joris, uh, thanks for the invite. Yeah, I'm happy to have uh, my first fellow uh, Belgian on, on the podcast. That's great. Um, yeah, before we get started, I, I'd, I'd love for you to tell everybody a bit about your background, um, where you come from in your careers, so that our listeners can understand a little bit more about you how, how, and how did you get started in digital marketing? How did you get to this point where you're an expert in, in Google Ads for e-commerce? Yeah. Yeah, um, l- l- long story, <laughs> but, but we'll, we'll keep it short here. Um, so. After, after graduating from university um, and, and doing a short uh, internship abroad, uh, I really didn't have a good, um, a good idea on, on what to do next. Um, and I, I saw all my friends uh, were working in jobs that they didn't really like. So I thought, what do I want to do at this point? Um, so I did some uh, internships uh, in digital marketing. So I thought, why not help clients um, with their digital marketing? So that's what I started doing. I actually started uh, doing SEO uh, for clients um, and, and that slowly evolved. So that was about eight years ago. Um, and I've always um, chosen what whatever crossed my path and I found most interesting to learn from and, and also use my strengths. Um, I, I focused more on that. So that's um, right around that time, like after doing some SEO projects, I came, um, I came into a, a client and they, uh, they were also doing PPC. So that introduced me to the world uh, of Google Ads um, and other networks. And I really liked it. I, re- I really liked the fact that you could really, um, in comparison to SEO, where everything is, um, you do something now and it might or might not result in, in, um, in results in six months or 12 months time. With PPC, it's a lot more direct, like you, mm. you, you switch on campaigns today and in 10 minutes, there will be traffic coming onto the website. Um, and you can see exactly uh, what's happening. Um, and, and that's especially true for, for e-commerce. So there it's, you drive people to the website and a bit later, you know if, if the campaign uh, works or doesn't work. Um, and I really love this. It, it makes it really accountable and sometimes really stressful as well, working with big clients and, and big budgets. Um, but it's, it's something that keeps you on the edge. Like you can't BS a client. Um, they just look at their stats and, and they know if, if, if what you're doing um, is valuable or not. So, so that's why I really got into PPC and, and, and e-commerce and, and have been for, for the last couple of years. Yeah, I, I think you, you make a point there, but the PPC, it's the almost instant gratification from, from what you're doing uh, as opposed to, to SEO. I mean, you, you uh, open up a campaign and you see traffic rolling in, but more importantly, what I find gratifying working with e-commerce is that you see uh, money coming in. It's so much more fun to do uh, something for e-commerce because you see the money coming in, whereas if you work for a lead generation site, I mean, that 
can be exciting as well, of course, but it's a number of leads. And of course, you can add a monetary value to to lead, but it's not the same, right? No, no, definitely not. And it's, um, it's with, with, with PPC um, and, and e-commerce in general, like the, the effort is, is tied to the results. Um, and but with, with things like lead generation, the, the cycle is usually a lot longer and there's mm-hmm. a lot more things where or the client is not sophisticated enough that they understand what needs to happen in order to turn those leads into money. Or it's um, so uh, in the past, I've worked with clients where it could take up to two years uh, for a lead to turn into an actual um, big customer. But in that timing between um, there's, um, you also know you get less um, get less feedback on what's really working. Um, so mm-hmm. you're, you're right that that interaction between um, effort and 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 results um, is it's a lot shorter uh, that feedback cycle. So which makes makes it a lot more interesting. Um, yeah, and, and it helps you to improve because I think with SEO you could go to a client and tell them yeah you need to invest in um, you need to invest in content you need to uh, work on work on your seo and you can work on a project like pretty much full time for three months um and you will get you won't get that feedback straight away like it will take time so it's if something goes wrong or your approach isn't 100 percent, well you need a client to believe in your approach so if you're not 100 percent sure of what you're doing i find it hard to also sell to clients so in in that sense, it's also easier easier for clients to um, to convince them. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think that's one of the beauties of of Google Ads. So you've been doing this for a very long time now, and you're a true expert at at Google Ads. But what what are some common mistakes you see uh, online stores make when it comes to Google Ads? And I'm I'm really trying to be disciplined here and say Google Ads are not AdWords because it's like it's it's so. Um, in my brain, it's AdWords, it's AdWords, AdWords. So it's Google Ads. Let's say Google Ads for now. Uh, but uh, so, what, what are some common mistakes uh, you see online stores make? Yeah, so so it it, it has evolved, um, like the, the mistakes people make. But um, the 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 essence is um, trusting Google too much. Um, okay, th- that's that's like the the main mistake, and and how that um, comes out, it it has evolved a little bit, um, but. With Google Ads, um, and, and a lot of the other networks are also going into that direction, um, it's always a, co- a question of uh, control, um, controlling your bids, your, your keywords, the searches, um, and automation. Um, so in Google's um, ideal world, you just give them money, and they will give you sales. Mm-hmm. Um, and they will decide how to spend that money, where to spend it, who to show it to, um, and you will just get the end results. I don't know if they will make a guarantee at that point um, or not. And the, the, the challenge is in always finding that balance between um, control um, and, and using the automation because it's clear like Google has uh, a ton of data. So they have a ton of artificial intelligence or machine learning. Um, that they can use to really optimize your campaigns. Um, but you want to make sure that they use that intelligence and that they use that power um, in areas where it makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. So let me give you a good example. Um, for example, for, for with Google Shopping, um, it's a way to actually transform your product information into an ad. You don't create the actual ad. 
You just give Google all of the information and they decide what information to put. So sometimes they will put um, free shipping. Sometimes they will put um, the, the customer reviews. Sometimes they will talk about um, sales tax um, not being charged or uh, things like that. So that's kind of an automation. It's, it's a pretty basic automation, but, but it works. Um, then you have another trend. Um, and for example, it's smart shopping campaign. This is something new. Um, and can you, can you explain of, a little bit what it is, the smart shopping campaign? Because it is relatively new, right? A few weeks ago it was launched. I, if I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's still uh, pretty new. So um, instead of, so, so right now Google shopping is um, you show your ads in the actual search results. Mm -hmm. uh, with smart shopping, um, Google says like, okay, we, we have a lot more inventory, a lot more places where we can show your ads than just in the search results. Um, so these, these are things like um, all, all of the, all of the um, advertisers in their um, display network or, or YouTube as well. Mm -hmm. and, and they're saying like, okay, just tell us your budget um, and, and then we will show the ads where we think um, it will lead to conversions, but there's no guarantee there. So mm -hmm. from going to um, your search results, uh, pages where, where people are really, they, they want to find something. They're looking for a product and they, they want to see the product. You suddenly go to people browsing on, on a news website, like reading an article and having your ads there. Like it's mm -hmm. a totally different, um, a different mindset. And, and in my opinion, this is not like something that, that should be mixed. So this is a, for, to me, this is an example of um, automation um, in Google Ads, that goes a little bit too far and takes away too much control um, because it's it's still possible to have like a lot of control and to decide where your ads are, are showing and stuff. So, but mm -hmm. with all these um, new trends and and new options, yeah, Google goes the other way. And and the, the tough thing about it is um, a lot of people will start with Google Ads and and they will have no idea that actually Google is doing these things behind the right. scenes because um, often these are the default options. So if you're not sure what you're doing and you just click and follow along and follow their tutorial, you'll actually opt into a lot of these automation things that are um, that you shouldn't. So that's that, that's something that's a nasty feeling, um, I think, uh, for, for a lot of people because when I mentioned this to them, a lot of them were like, wait, that, that wasn't the point or that's not yeah. what we wanted to do. So it's, yeah. So, so I would say that that is the biggest mistake with, with Google. It's, you have to be skeptical, um, but also trusting. And it, it's, it's yeah. finding that balance. And as a new advert, as something, someone new to Google ads, it's, it's difficult to make that judgment. Yeah, um, absolutely. So, yeah. Do, do, do those starter campaigns still exist? I, mean, I, 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 re I did a lot of Google ads like years ago, and then uh, once in a while you came across an account uh, where they still had a starter campaign and something like just automatically made by Google. Usually it doesn't make any money, but it, uh, well, not for the, for the advertiser, but it makes Google a lot of money. Do they still exist? Um, they, in, in, in a kind of different form. Um, so, so by default, if you go through the setup, you will actually, um, also opt in. So if you set up like a search campaign, you will also opt into the display network. Mm -hmm. So, um, I came to, uh, I came across an account, um, I think like a couple, even a couple of months ago. Um, and this was, um, 
this this was somebody that that was spending a ton of money and then when we saw like how much money they were actually spending on the google search results versus the display network where they didn't know they were appearing it was like um i think like 45 percent of the budget was being spent on the display network so yeah. it's um and then they 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 look at it and they they see like okay the money i'm putting in and the money that's coming out it's not making sense but um but google hides that that little fact they don't break it out into into the reports by default so so it's somewhere in a little menu hidden away mm -hmm. um and if, if you don't know where to look you, you're not gonna see it so it's yeah right. it's a it's a tricky thing yeah, it is. You 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 mentioned automation, but that's automation by uh, Google, uh, of course. But are there any tools out there that you you worked with that you would recommend to automate uh, some part of the of the management of your campaigns? Yeah. So there's there's a couple. Um, it, it, it's a question, as you said, like there's automation by Google and 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 the things they do, mm -hmm. um, which is always there. They're really tight, like they're not an objective. So Google tries to make more money for themselves. So when it comes to automation and optimization, I try to think that you're like, as an advertiser, you're just a cog in their machine, right? In mm -hmm. their machine to to make sure there come there's as much money coming out as possible. So um, you're you're right that there's that there's other uh, other platforms um, that are more objective. Um, it's it's I find it a bit hit and miss um, mm -hmm. on 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 the on the quality um, of these kind of these uh, of these tools because a lot of them were, will claim there's machine learning um, involved or yeah. um, artificial intelligence and then but when you actually look at the, the, the results it, it's a lot less um, uh, it's a lot less impactful uh, but a tool that I, that I've used um, is Optimizer uh, mm -hmm. which helps you with um, yeah, with the bid management, because if you, the, the larger your, um, so uh, as someone who's been doing this for a long time, I always like to keep a lot of the control. So I, I won't mm -hmm. go for a lot of the, um, the, the the special bidding strategies and the, and the special uh, options that Google offers. Um, and so I, I will use these these, these um, bid management tools to to help to set these things to um, to a level where where I'm. I'm comfortable giving out a little bit of uh, of control there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, I think it's a, it's a difficult trade off. Uh, how how much do you uh, automate, uh, like with bid management tools, and uh, how much do you uh, do manually? Um, any recommendations on that? I mean, I, I notice a lot of people, and especially if they if tools start to mention, like you said, oh, oh machine learning, AI. That's like you have to use that word now to sell your tool. But um, I, I know. There's a lot of people that trust it and think like, oh, this is going to be easy. I'm just going to add this uh, this tool to it and it's going to go on autopilot. I don't have to do anything. Um, like, when would you say, are those tools interesting? Uh, does your store have to be investing a certain amount of money uh, per month or does it need a certain amount of products so that it becomes almost unmanageable without uh, having external tools? What, what's your opinion on that? Yeah, um, so... I think a, a big part um, of, of of doing the of of giving out or, or automating um, is um, is in it, you you can't 
um, not know anything about it, and then just add a tool and hoping things will will, will be all right. Like mm-hmm. you have to know your your baseline uh, from before you're using the tool, if, whether you're doing it manually or working with an agency or or, or, or someone in house or something. Um, that that helps you set it up. So you have a, a baseline of before, um, and then when you add a tool, well, um, it's just going to be like what change is being made. Um, is it mm-hmm. is it like decreasing my costs? Um, is it increasing the profitability? Is it raising the amount of sales? Um, and then it's just like a, a question of um, is is the return there? Um, so for for really for for smaller accounts, um, let's say um, l- let's say you're 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 spending like around a thousand dollars a month. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's it's still like adding a tool to that, like which could easily cost you. Um, yeah, the, the ones I was talking about could easily cost you like two hundred dollars or something. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a big, uh, that's a big extra. So yeah. if you have to pay someone to manage your accounts on top of that, well, you're going to be spending more money on on tools and and people than you're actually investing in in your ad budget. So obviously, the more you spend, the more interesting um, it can be. Like if you're spending. Um, Ten or fifteen thousand dollars a month. Adding a five hundred dollar a month tool might seem very expensive, but if it can deliver the results that it's promising, well, it's, it's actually it, it will probably make its money back um, straight away. So I, I think being being skeptical going in, um, knowing your numbers before, like mm-hmm. uh, the the return on ad spend that you're getting, the your conversion volume, your your CPA, and then just comparing in the fact after, um, yeah. I, yeah. I think that's that's a good way to to go into these things. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that makes sense. And you already touched upon it, like uh, uh, partly now by saying, like, hey, if you have a thousand dollar, if you spend a thousand dollar a month, and you need to take into account the the people working on it as well. Do you have any guidelines on that? Like, how much time should you be spending on your Google Ads account? Because, of course, I mean, I mean, I speak to a lot of e-commerce companies. Some of them do it in-house. Some of them even have someone full-time in-house. Some of them outsource it to, to agencies or to freelancers. There's a, a whole lot of opinions out there on how much time you should be spending on your Google Ads account. What, what's yours on that? Yeah, I, I think it, a big part um, and, and something that I also see with my clients is um, is, is trying to is knowing like how important is Google Ads. So I have a couple mm-hmm. of clients who get 80% of their of their sales through Google Ads. Well, yeah. um, if, if you have a team of, let's say, uh, five people uh, working, um, working from that, um, from the sales that those campaigns generate, mm-hmm. well, you can't afford for it to be, um, for it to, to pause or, or go through a dip or something. So you, you need to be on top of it. And, and that means like, Probably going in uh, like every day or at least every couple of days, um, monitoring that performance, um, and then doing like regular um, routine optimization work um, to to keep improving that account. Like first, not to do anything wrong, and then keep improving uh, the, the account. Mm-hmm. Um, and but but for other clients, it's more um, Google Ads is is, is an extra. That they have, so they have like a, a solid, a solid business foundation with um, using affiliates, um, getting a lot of uh, organic traffic, um, and they're adding um, a layer of paid traffic on top of that. 
It doesn't yeah. mean that, that, that it's not important for them, but it's um, less vital as a business. Mm-hmm. So, so there you can probably be a little bit less um, hands-on um, and, and, and maybe, um, yeah, ch- check it like, uh, like once a week. Of course, this, this depends on the budget. If you're, if you're spending 100K a month, uh, you're probably going to be in there like every day as well. But um, just, a, just as, as, a, as, as a rule of thumb a little bit, like how important is it? Like if you get more than 50% um, of your sales from it, yeah. probably should, should should be should be on top of that yeah okay yeah that makes sense um are there any uh, features in google ads that you see that most people don't use but should be using um the biggest one actually so so google shopping has um so i've kind of specialized in google shopping these last mm-hmm. couple of years um because i i, I saw with a lot of uh, both advertisers but also with a lot of freelancers and agencies um uh, that People didn't really know how to how to use it effectively. Um, so the the way Google um, introduced Google Shopping and the way people have set up their campaign is that they have like one one campaign um, targeting all kinds of searches with a single um, bid. Um, but the the thing is that not all searches um, like Google is search based, so people type mm-hmm. in a keyword. Um, and see your ad appearing. So you don't want to be paying the same amount for every search. Like sure. not every search is, is, is equally valuable. Like a quick example, um, I was just doing some re- research on, on luggage. So somebody um, that types in luggage um, isn't as valuable as someone that types in uh, Samsonite carry-on, for mm. example. Like if you're selling Samsonite products, um, well, the second search is going to be a lot more valuable th- than that first one. Um, so by default, like it, it seems that you're not able to to make this difference uh, with Google Shopping. Uh, but there is a way to to um, have multiple campaigns uh, and and use the settings and negative keywords in a different way to actually target these searches with a different bid. Um, and that's something that I found like the most valuable thing um, mm. on actually how to do it, it. It gets a bit technical, but I'm sure we can include like a, a link in the show notes or something that, um, that takes you through, through the process on, on how to set it up. But the, I've seen like, just from doing that, like the best results in, in, in the last year, um, helping people do that. Yeah. And I think you explained it very clearly in your, in, in your training course as well. I, I believe that's on storegrowers.com. And then I don't know the exact URL, but if people go there, there there's a link to uh, a clear link to the training course uh, there as well. Um, yeah, that makes makes sense because Google Shopping throws it all like on one big pile, and uh, only when you start fine tuning that, you're going to see uh, much better returns from uh, from it. Um, we've already talked about like big mistakes you see your clients make or e-commerce make in general uh, with Google Ads. Is there any like big mistake you made personally? Um, yeah, so, um, my big mistake, um, it, it's, it's, it's less of a, like a specific thing, but mm-hmm. more something that, that has happened a couple of times already. Um, and that's, uh, staying with, with a failed, uh, business, um, mm-hmm. and keep investing, uh, money and, and resources in it. Um, and I've had it in, in the past, um, like just trying to get up and running, like, in the early days, even trying uh, my hand at affiliate websites and mm-hmm. those type of things. And 
and they can be like fun projects. Uh, and the, especially if you don't have a lot of clients to work with uh, in the beginning, um, it's easy to spend a lot of time and money uh, in these in these projects without really being diligent on, on cutting the cord. So, so this mm -hmm. is something that, that I'm, I've been trying to do um, a lot better of, um, of lo looking at a business and then deciding if it's, if it's worth investing more in uh, or not. And, and it's hard, like, because the online, uh, the online space, especially if you, if you rely on channels like SEO and stuff, like mm -hmm. it takes time to build. Like I, I have websites that I, that I had written off and two, three years later, um, they start doing very well because they, they get picked up and they get the right links. Um, and it's, so it's hard because I know that can happen. It's hard to say no to projects um, that aren't successful today, but might be in the future. Um, so it, it's learning that balance. I think that that's been my main mistake, um, spending too much time on, on, on stuff that's going nowhere. Yeah, and I think um, we, well, you're an entrepreneur, I am one, and a lot of entrepreneurs I talk to, we kind of have a, a restless entrepreneur syndrome thingy uh, where we always think of, oh, yeah, that could be an interesting idea. Oh, that's a nice business. Maybe you should try this. Maybe you should try that. But you already have a business, and it's better to invest all your time uh, that you have on, on, on the one that's working out instead of trying a bunch of things out and thinking like, oh, maybe it's going to work out uh, and, and, and try that. Sometimes it's, it's a lot better to focus all your attention on, on what's already working. And, and I know that, like, I mean, this is a nice bridge to the next question. I, I know that a few months ago, you also started your own store, right? And it was more as an experiment. Um, can you tell me a bit about that? Yeah, so I think it's... Um... It's almost it's like a year and a half uh, or something ago. Um, oh, I started a, yeah. Yeah, a store called Apes in Space. Um, mm -hmm. And with that, I sell uh, space posters. Um, and of, ape, of apes or? No, no, <laughs> of things that, that happen in space. Um, okay. yeah. There's actually very few good pictures of uh, apes being launched uh, into space. So <laughs> if not, I, I would, of course, have to sell them. Yeah, um, but very niche. <laughs> <laughs> it's. I, I mainly started, as you said, it was an experiment, and it was mainly a way for me to um, to disclose a little bit more information on on uh, what goes on behind the scenes of an e-commerce business, mm -hmm. um, and also Google Ads in specific. Because I share, like in in my articles and in my course, I share a lot of details, um, but like I always check with clients before disclosing information and. Few of them actually, none of them um, are, are are comfortable, which is totally understandable. Um, mm -hmm. With me disclosing information, maybe not about costs, but especially about revenue, because it's sure. it's such a competitive business, and if you know that um, your competitor is spending this and making that much, well, it makes it so much um, easier uh, for for competitors to to start doing the same. So. I wanted the place where I didn't have to blur any screenshots and where I could just show mm -hmm. like, show the realities um, because the places where 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 usually where where we and I've also been guilty of this where we do show results um, is in case studies. So we say, okay, we we managed to to grow uh, sales with that much, or or we increased return on ad spend by fifty percent, or and those are the good. This is the good news, but. Mm -hmm. um, 
very often like things you try are not going to result in in those uh, increases so yeah there's a lot of struggle before you reach to that point and i think in, in in the blog post that you wrote about it as well you you're very transparent about that struggle and it's that was refreshing i think yeah and and, and it was tough so 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 to, to go back to it like i started doing monthly updates um but i think like a year yeah al- almost a year in um these things started to get these posts were exactly the same like not much was 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 different month to month like i was doing the same like pretty much of the same things um like sales were were not like picking up like the things that i was trying were not working mm-hmm. um, so it's it's first of all like it bummed me out and then i thought like yeah n- nobody wants to read it but on the other hand like that's the struggle like you will if you start a new business you will go through um unless you're one of the crazy success stories um mm-hmm. you'll you'll go through a long period where you're just trying to figure things out um and to be honest like the longer that this went on like the 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 more um, I started looking into um, like what wasn't going right, um, and, and that actually led me to to an, an interesting realization. So th- the way I create the posters, like it's totally hands off. Like the website is online. If somebody orders, it goes to um, a service called Print on Demand. Uh, mm-hmm. So it it sends the picture there or the order there. They print it and they ship it to the customer. So it's kind of um, kind of like a drop shipping um, model. Mm-hmm. Um, and I realized that the biggest problem with, with my, with this business that, that I had created is like, nobody's waiting for it. Like people, people might be searching online for it, but there, there's very few people that are actually interested in, um, in getting one. It might be good right. for a gift or something, but it's not that people wake up in the morning and, and say like, Oh, I want to get a space poster today. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that, you kind of lose already a lot of the, um, a lot of the marketability um, to use Google ads. So mm-hmm. my main goal was to use Google ads for this business. So I, I've run a couple of campaigns and I'm sure we can also put it in the show notes um, on, on what the results were, but the results were that it was pretty expensive to run the campaigns and I didn't have a good return. So mm-hmm. if you look at it overall, probably I still lost money. Um, I might have made it back. Like it's it's still going and it's, it's breaking even now, but um, like I've turned off like the, the Google ads. Um, I still run some experiments, but I turned them off like on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. Um, and and this is something that, that, that had led, has led me to to kind of figure out, like I, I took a step back from, from what I was doing and, and from what I was doing for clients and to kind of figure out like, okay, if like I'm supposed to know everything there is or most of it, or most of what's, what's important about Google ads, about Google shopping, um, and I can't make this business work. So mm-hmm. w- what's going on, what's missing? And, and um, so I was also looking at, at client projects that didn't go as planned. And, and I found there that there were a lot of, um, like the, that it's like part of the business model. Um, you can't um, have like a, a bad offer. Well, it's not a bad product, but it's it's a bad, probably a bad business because nobody's mm-hmm. looking for it mm-hmm. um, or, or, or things with 
for margin or a low uh, order value. Like that was the same, like I only make, I think about $10 per order. Um, so that's not a lot to drive paid traffic to. Right. Um, so it's, it's, I started thinking like, okay, for, for Google ads to be effective, uh, because I, I want to tell this upfront. I want to know upfront with clients, like, do we have a chance at, at making this work? Otherwise, yeah. you're spending money and I'm wasting my time trying to do something that's, that, that's been hard. Um, and and I, I figured out like some businesses like Google Ads is, isn't a good fit. And although it might seem obvious now, like it, it took me some time to, um, to really understand that it's, it's not something you, you slap on and then you make mm -hmm. it work. Uh, I, I think it's probably something you, you see as well, right, Yoris? Yeah. You, you see businesses that, that come to you um, and the underlying fundamentals are, are very poor and they, they rely on you to do some kind of conversion yeah. magic yeah. To, to, to get great results, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, and, I, and, I, and I do understand, I mean, there's a, a lot of smaller businesses that reach out to me, um, like hoping that, with some conversion optimization magic, we'll, we'll be able to make a bad business into a good one, but that's just not going to happen. I mean, uh, if you're selling somebody, something nobody wants, are we, I mean, nothing, there's nothing you can do. <laughs> you could, you could try. It's going to cost you a lot of money, but, uh, I think it all starts with, with what you're offering. That's absolutely right. And I think that's, that's interesting that you felt it. I mean, um, logically you, already knew that I, I i assume but by just starting it out and and, and ex yeah experiencing it firsthand that's that's a very valuable uh, learning uh, that you get from it yeah so you've been working with a lot of uh, e-commerce companies over the years um is there like one particular trend that you see in in, in e-commerce um yeah so um a lot of the like the last couple of years uh like FBA business, like um, people selling on Amazon and, and having all of the, like creating their own um, business on Amazon um, has actually um, expanded dramatically, like together with Amazon's size. Um, and now a lot of the, uh, but people selling there are on the whims of Amazon changing the rules um, or, or banning them or, right. um, so a, a lot of these, a lot of these sellers who are very successful, run have very big businesses with with lots of staff as well. Um, they are expanding and, and going to um, expanding and, and and trying to get other channels uh, in there as well. So a lot of them are branching out and, and opening the, up their their own website. Um, and so I've worked in the last year with a couple of these businesses, and it's 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 interesting because a lot of the the, the things we were previously talking about about Google Ads not being um, successful for every type of business. Mm -hmm. um, it also relates to to this one. Okay. Um, so, for example, I had a client who was very successful uh, on Amazon. Um, they were doing um, close to six figures uh, a month in in revenue. Yeah. Um, and so, so they they had a good product which um, sold well uh, on Amazon. So they moved to their own website. Um, so they thought like, okay, we need traffic. We don't have any experience. Let's start mm -hmm. with Google ads. And the, the numbers we had from Amazon made sense. Like it was a good order value. Um, they had like a lot of different products. That's also important. They had good margins. Um, and the only unknown 
uh, was the, the conversion rate, right? Mm-hmm. So on Amazon, um, conversion rates are very high. Like if you run ads on Amazon, you get a very good return. So you're not going to get those same returns um, if you go to Google Ads uh, with your own website. Mm-hmm. Um, so their website was all new. Um, they didn't have, they had like some conversion boosting elements, uh, but you, you never know um, what's going to be until you start running traffic to it. Um, right. So the main problem with this, with this project was that um, the, 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 the people that the order, the competitors that the people we were competing with um, in the Google ads um, auction. So it's an auction system. So people mm-hmm. bid more, um, so some advertisers might bid more and, and, and outbid you and outrank you. So mm-hmm. the entrenched competitors, they had a very firm grasp on the, on the lifetime value of a client. Mm-hmm. Um, so they knew how much they could afford to pay uh, for, to bring a person to the website or to, to make that first sale. Um, and I bet that these competitors, it was a, it was a, a business that had a lot of uh, recurring revenue and this customer also didn't have any idea um, about the recurring nature of the business. So they, they didn't know if, if this customer, if you could like, for example, lose money on the first uh, sale, but then make money on, on, on the 10 sales that come afterwards. So yeah. these are things that, that you know um, if you've been in the, in the business for, for a while, right? But as a new advertiser, so you don't know. So what happens is you get outpriced. So all mm-hmm. those competitors, they know, okay, we can bid, we can easily bid for $4 for this click um, because we know this, this is profitable for us. Well, mm-hmm. this advertiser is like, ah, ah, I don't know if I can bid like 50 cents because we're, we're not making, making the return we need. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a hard challenge. It's, it's an advertiser that is willing to grow, willing to spend money, uh, but it's just not there yet because like certain pieces are, are, are missing uh, in the infrastructure and that it's very hard to keep spending money and keep spending a lot of money to, and hoping to, to, uh, to break into that market. Um, yeah. And it's a, it's a totally different approach selling on Amazon or, or selling on your own site. And, 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 a, and a lot of those e-commerce, they have to learn, learn everything from scratch when they, they, they start their own store. Uh, and it's, yeah, it, it, it's totally different game, but the, the beauty of it is that you'll learn a lot more about uh, about your buyers. You'll get more data. You'll be, you'll understand your own business better, I guess, than and when you're just selling on on Amazon. And when you understand your business better, your uh, your market better, your consumers better, uh, in the end, uh, you will become a better business, and 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 you will serve your customers better, and and will be able to sell more. But it takes a while, and there's a lot of trial and error, and 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 learning involved. Uh, over the over the yeah over the course of months or even years to get there, yeah, um, de- definitely. Yeah. And, and if I can add something to that, it's it's also that um, by the time people decide to make uh, to start branching out to their own website, um, they should actually like, in my opinion, they should be they should start thinking about this like um, a year or even more um, earlier. Like mm-hmm. it, it takes time and, and it, it takes away focus as well f- from the from the Amazon marketplace. But if you if you already have your 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 website like slowly building um, that organic traffic, slowly building um, those that those customer lists, well, that are all things that once you flip the switch and say like, okay, it's time for us to get serious about our own e-commerce business. 
well, then you already have that, that little bit of a foundation that will make the transition or, or mm. the expansion a, a, a lot easier. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what do you think are like the two or three keys to grow an e-commerce business in, in today's environment? I think that the, the most important thing is, is to have like a, a solid product, mm-hmm. um, like ha- have a product that one, like fills all of the, um, like the metrics that we talked about having a, a high price uh, or a high enough price, having good margins. Uh, but then also like the other side of it, not just thinking about like the numbers, but also thinking about, is this, is this a product that really goes, um, that, that, that's really growing in demand. Like, do people actually actually want this? Um, mm-hmm. Because you can have um, you can have the, the perfect product on paper, but if people if if it's something um, people don't want, or it's like a, a, a bad copy of something that's already out there, um, it, it's going to make your life um, a, a lot e- a lot harder to mm-hmm. to do so. So I think that's that's the main thing. It starts with having a product that's both um, that has the the demand and it also makes sense um, economically. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, hey, Dennis, this has been really great, and we could probably go on for a few more hours, but uh, we're running out of time. And 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 just before we go, I want to make sure people know uh, how they can find you um, and and learn more about you. What's the best place for uh, people to connect with you? Um, I think the best place is uh, just go to storegrowers.com. Um, you can browse the site, um, look at everything uh, we have to offer. I have a Google, a free Google Shopping training, uh, which you can find and will um, help you avoid a lot of the, the things that, that we talked about today. Mm-hmm. Uh, or if you're, uh, if you're on Twitter and you want to reach out personally, uh, just add me, Dennis Moons, um, at Twitter. All right. Thank you so much for being here, Dennis. It was absolutely great. Thank you. Yeah, happy to be here. It was a, a, good, a good chat. The E-Commerce Excellence Podcast is sponsored by Dexter.Agency. We help e-commerce business owners scientifically increase revenue without needing more traffic. Ready to discover a more reliable way to increase conversion and, more importantly, revenue? Register for our free training, The 5 Transformations That Double E-Commerce Profits, at Dexter.Agency webinar.